Welcome to On Track with Lani Fogelberg and to what is technically the first episode of the third season, even though this is actually only the first episode of the podcast in its On Track iteration. But we are here to elevate your thinking, get you to think outside the status quo and start living the life that you actually want. So today I'm starting to talk about why we need to have problems. What? Now that sounds so counterintuitive, but as human beings, we need to have problems. We need to have challenges. We need to have obstacles. And I'm going to explain to you why by referencing my own 2022 that I had, which was full of challenges, But I'm also going to talk about a study that's been done quite some time ago in a way that you completely would not expect, which also explains why we probably need to have problems and also why we're often stuck but need those problems to help us move forward. Wind back 12 months from today. I was pretty happy. I had a new boyfriend, business was going well. I was looking forward to 2022. COVID hit New Zealand where I'm based. I ended up getting COVID at the end of February 2022, beginning of March kind of thing. It didn't really affect me. I got some bad fatigue and that was about it. But it took me a while to recover and a couple of months later, I got COVID for real and it knocked me. It was the day after I was on the front page of our national newspaper and at the top of probably what is the most viewed news website here in New Zealand and I was at the top of that page from when I woke up at 5 30 in the morning until about one o'clock in the afternoon so you can imagine the storm that hit with that the next morning I woke up feeling a little bit run down and and it turned out to be COVID so I pretty much spent the week in bed and I just I didn't get better (laughs) I tried sitting at my computer on maybe day 10 and and the screen was like swimming in front of my eyes and I I couldn't I couldn't read it was the most strange sensation and you know a week or two later I was at the doctor because I sort of had some symptoms come back and I had antibiotics and then I had an asthma inhaler and I like just made it you know coped with a one and a half hour flight on a business trip a month later and Fast forward to August and I I just, I didn't feel well. (laughs) I was like, what the hell is going on here? And, you know, managed to get through August and, you know, sort of then had some some womanly problems at the beginning of September, which completely knocked me for six. Um, Now, I'd actually been diagnosed with something called endometriosis in 2020, but kind of thought at that stage that I was cured there is no cure for it but I I didn't think that it was going to affect me again after an operation I had in 2020 so it was kind of at the back of my mind that that could be a problem but effectively that had flared up and it wrote off the rest of my 2022 so I was struggling off the back of COVID not actually knowing that hey this was brewing inside of me and I think you know, any of you watching or listening, you probably know that when you are not feeling healthy, and especially if you expect a lot of yourself and of your mind and of your your body, that 
it's really difficult to perform to the level that you expect of yourself and also that you think other people expect of you when you are feeling that way. Now, I ended up having surgery on the 26th of October, which ended up being a huge surgery and it took me the rest of the year to recover. But not only was I dealing with those physical symptoms, because the condition is hormonal, it really messes up the way that you think. So for all of 2022 and getting worse and worse as the year went on, I was such a negative Nancy. It, I, 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 was, I was a dick to my friends. I, I might have been a dick to my parents or my family. I'm not sure. Um, certainly to my boyfriend. My God, I'm so lucky that he is, he is still around after dealing with all of that. But, you know, I got, I got through it. Um, there was light at the end of the tunnel and I'm in a position now where I'm far further ahead than I probably would have been looking back a year ago for having gone through those challenges because what those challenges gave me of course uh, they're very character building when you go through those kinds of things they gave me clarity they gave me time to really think about what my priorities were and where I wanted to focus in 2023. So I'm grateful that I went through that even though it was horrific. It really made me think differently and it really got me on track for 2023 and that's where the podcast name came from. I was at my family beach place over I think September maybe just before my surgery and I was walking along, it's on a rural property, I was walking along a paddock and thought, yeah, maybe I can start sharing about, you know, me getting my life back on track after surgery. And I'd been thinking for so long, what am I gonna rename the podcast? I love podcasting. When I launched in January 2020, it was a hit. I really enjoy it and I was just stuck about, you know, what to call it. I wanted to align it with the name of my group coaching program. And as I had that thought in that moment, I suddenly realized, oh my God, on track. Where, where I'm sitting right now filming this is at the Hampton Downs Motorsport Park. Now, if you're not familiar with that, it is New Zealand's international racetrack just outside of Auckland City. I'm in an apartment that my company owns here. I'm looking out literally at the start and finish line. But on track i am on a track <laughs> and the podcast topics the things that i love talking about and that i deal with in my work are all about you know getting getting your head on track getting your mindset on track getting your business on track your career on track your life on track so it made so much sense so if i hadn't gone through all of that shit, i wouldn't have a name for the podcast I wouldn't be going all in on my podcast and, and different areas of my business and what I do this year if it wasn't for having had those, I mean, hardships. Moving on to this study I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, and I am aware I just did a lot of talking, <laughs> but there is a man by the name of Mr. John Callan who from the 50s to the 70s carried out a bunch of studies on mice and what it was like for them to live in a overcrowded situation but also what it would be like and how it would affect their behavior if they were just given such an easy life 
and lived in the lap of luxury. To sum it up, the mice who were in these dense, overcrowded situations and under a lot of stress, they you know, got sort of quite violent and, and out of control. Um, you know, they were interacting with each other in unusual ways, but the ones who were called the beautiful ones who were sort of secluded and all they did was like eat, sleep and groom, when they were, you know, kind of put back out into the more normal mice world, they, they, they didn't know how to interact socially. They didn't know how, how, to, how to breed. They didn't know how to care for one another, care for their children. They, they couldn't function like a mice, a mouse normally would. And what he wanted to do was have a look at, you know, a future human utopia where life was so easy, what would happen? So it was very controversial, particularly considering this was 60 odd years ago. What it highlighted is that when life is so easy, <laughs> you actually lose the ability to progress and you know do normal things because your baseline is just such ease and such convenience the food's brought to you all you have to do is you know bathe eat nap and that's it so then when you're called to go and do something it becomes really really difficult I'm not sure how well I explained that entirely but that's a concept I'm going to talk about a little bit in a future episode um, particularly around how the ease and convenience that young people have today, people who are you know in their teens, their 20s, compared to what, for example, I had or people in their 40s had, impacts their life now. So look out for that episode. I think it's going to come out in about four weeks' time. And it will be a really interesting one and I think spur... Um, a little bit of controversy, particularly with any uh, anyone in the older generation who happens to listen to it. The last concept I'm going to dive into today around why we need problems is how we often stay still and don't progress. And then we start moving once we experience some kind of pain. <laughs> so quite often when we are not realizing or not seeing the progress that we're wanting to have on something you know it might be in your career or in your business it might be in your personal relationships you might not feel as fulfilled as you want to feel in those areas of your lives there is normally some kind of reason why we aren't progressing forward and that reason has to be a payoff we're not staying there because we're uncomfortable we're staying there because it is comfortable <laughs> or there is some incentive for us to be staying there if we're not progressing forward in our business it might be because we have to invest financially in our business and that opens us up to an element of risk therefore the comfort and the lesser risk that we have from staying in our current position means that we don't we don't progress forward it's not until we experience something such as, okay, we have to go out there and invest in our business and generate more revenue because interest rates have gone up and my mortgage payments have doubled. For example, that's just something I've thought of off the top of my head. But suddenly 
there's a motivation that means holy shit I've got, I've got to move out of my current status quo. I've got to change what I'm doing. I've got to increase revenue by 20% and go out and do that. So it spurs you to take the action because you no longer have an option. So that is a, an example of a problem that actually forces you to move forward. Now, there are many other examples of this. And if you've got any ideas of your own or experiences of your own, I'd love to hear them in the comments so if you're watching this on youtube drop it in the comments below if you are listening on spotify or apple head over to my instagram lani fogelberg and look for the episode tile and put your thoughts in there as well when have you experienced some kind of jolt or wake up call or pain that's made you want to suddenly progress forward and actually go ahead and take that action. I'd love to hear your own experiences and thoughts. As we wrap up today's episode, I want to say that if you are facing challenges, I can relate. I know that it's hard. I've had really tight financial times in my life compared to where I am now. I've had health issues, which I've shared with you today, but ultimately there is a better day at some point in the future ahead. So if you are in the midst of some challenges, please remember that there is hope. There are better days ahead. And also there are lots of people around you that you can talk to if you are struggling. So please make sure you do that. Thank you so much for listening or watching today. I am thrilled to be back with On Track. And I hope that this episode today has given you something to think about and some ways to help you get on the track that you want to be on. If you love this episode, remember to share it on your Instagram story, tag me so that I can see it and give you a bit of a shout out as well. Tune in in two weeks time for the next episode of On Track. I hope you have a spectacular day. Thanks for watching.